The Bowen Heads Football and Netball Club and the Beach House at Bowen Heads are very proud to bring you episode 11 of The Tree on the Wing. Oh well it's early in the morning and it's time to make a start And I put my poly surfboard on the rack upon my car I head down to the surfside where the waves are breaking fine I'm gonna catch a mountain but I won't go down the mine You gotta walk the plank, ride the hook Corner left and right and keep it nice and tight And now the time is drawing near you're moving down the wall As steady as she goes You got your toes up on the nose And now you're hanging by Hanging by Hanging by Toes upon the Malibu There are few people who can genuinely claim the tag of legend But there is no doubt that this guest is a living one In almost 100 years of the Bowenheads Footy Club The name Chooker stands above most others As the ultimate Bowenheads football personality It's not really his name, but a nickname that Stephen Peace earned as a child. But he is universally known by just that one word. He's not just famous at his footy club, because his leadership and his contribution has surpassed his football career. His reputation as a local surfer might be more contemporary than as a footballer. Post-football, he has become a symbol of his community and the town that he lives in. But that takes nothing away from his football career, which was by any assessment simply stellar. In his prime, he was the pin-up boy of the Ballerina District Football League, becoming its leading goal kicker a record four times. Chooker welcomes us into his home in Ocean Grove, where he has a perfect view of all that is great about Bowen Heads. He told us how his coach's tactics and his teammates' brilliance allowed him to kick so many goals, and about paperwork errors that cost him a rare honour. We learned how Stephen became Chooker, why he has a moustache, and how he met his wife while drinking a VB can when he had 27 stitches in his face. He also told us about the time when he tackled an Australian music legend in a crowded rock venue. He made lifelong friends through his footy career, and he clearly has many fond memories of his time here and his connection to our club. We hope you will enjoy our chat with Stephen Chooker Peace. We're recording. Welcome everyone to the Tree on the Wing. I am joined by my astute and very good looking and very well prepared today. We've got the hair back and everything. Yeah. Co-host Russell Nipper Highland. G'day Nipper. G'day Teddy. How are you mate? I'm very well, thank you. Now we're not in our normal haunt today. No, no. We're, uh, we've um, crossed the bridge. Can you see the ground? You can probably see the light towers. See the light towers. I can um, see the bluff and the bridge. Yes. And the see, river. See the river. And the ocean. It's a very nice spot we've got here. We are at a at a very famous person's place. Now, there's, only, there's only one word you really need to say to describe him. No, well, we're not going to say it just yet. Right, Because he doesn't need an introduction, but he's going to get right. one. He's a life member of the footy club. He was made a life member in 1985. He was a leading goal kicker for the league four times. Ooh. In 1972, 73, 74, and 76. We'll Ooh. speak to him about that a bit later. He's one of only two people who's kicked 100 goals for the club Ooh. in the league. He's the best and fairest at the club. And he was a member of three premiership teams in a row. And he's just Ooh. got one name. He has. And it's Chooker. Chucky boy. G'day, Chucky boy. How are you going? Not bad, T. Now, just for those who don't know who you are, who might be listening in foreign countries, your real name is Stephen Pease, but nobody. And when I was looking up today, it's really interesting because I was looking at the league goal kicking. 
Ooh. for the whole 50 years of the league, whatever it is, 50 years next year. And everybody's name's there. Only one bloke gets his nickname. That's right, it's yeah. Stephen, yeah. Chooker, Peace. Exactly right. How about that? Famous. So you're better known for your nickname. We'll come to that. We always yep. ask blokes about their nickname, so we'll come to that a bit later. So, Chucky, I did give you some homework to do. We always do our icebreaker. So what are the three things that you can tell us about yourself? Two that have to be true and one that has to be a lie. Righto. He's written Ooh. it down. Preparation. He's prepared. True or false? I have one, two senior best and fairest at uh, Barla Hits, and they're about 18 years apart. As a 17-and-a-half-year-old and a 36-year-old. True or false? Mm. And the other one is I've played in five grand finals. So, yeah, that's a, mm. one you have to think about. And uh, I'll kick the 100 goals. Barl heads. True or false? Well, there we go. Mm. Right, we'll, come to the, we'll, we'll come to them at the end, Chuck. Yeah. So, keep your bits of paper there because yeah. Nipper and I are renowned for forgetting what those are. So the first thing yeah. that we always ask, it's the question that we are only probably the only question we ever say to people except for the except for our um, icebreaker, that we always ask people, how did you and why end up at the Bowen Heads Footy Club? Well it would have been about 1964, 1964 was only a little fella. And it only used to be a Heads footy club. There was no ocean grade, nothing. So there was about myself, Peter Lindsay. Johnny Fry and a couple of us used to ride the bikes over to Barnheads to play. You know, we uh, played in the 1965 Grand Final at uh, Cadinia Park. We got beaten by two points. Who was that against? And that was against Lara. Really? Right. Lara. Now, we quite a few players. We, the main players were in the, in the centre line. And the reason we lost is we, we played through the centre and we hit, were in front. And Lara started twigging the brain. They said, well, we ain't going to kick it there anymore. We're going to go around the boundary. And that's how they beat us. We lost by two points. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. There's one grand final, Nick. There's one. Mm-hmm. I know there's another three. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. Work on the other one. <laughs> so, no, they were very good days. Yeah. Playing with uh, Peter Lindsay, Marshy, yeah. even Stevie, Stevie Morrison. And that's, yeah. that's under yeah. 15s, Chucky. Under 15s. So, those, so the, pretty much, now I know you probably of all those blokes played the longest. But pretty much you would have played with them for their whole careers at least. Yeah, that's Certainly right. Marshy and Peter Lindsay. Peter Lindsay Ooh. and uh, Johnny Fry. Yeah. John Fry, and, yeah. Uh, David Watson. David Watson. Dave Watson. Yep. And Gordon. Even Gordon. Yeah, Gordon yeah. was a bit younger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who you knows? Oh, they were good years. And uh, we got coached by Teddy Lockout. Oh, yeah. yeah Teddy was Teddy, a yeah. good coach. Very good coach. Yeah, very yeah. astute coach. And then how did you bring, how did, how did that come through? So under 15s. Was it under 15s and seniors in those no, days? Or did they what, have a- what happened was uh, when we finished under 15s, Barman has never had under 18 side. Mm. So they asked us at Ocean Grove to go over there and play one year with them. So we, we happened to go in there and played one year with Ocean Grove. Then we came back and played seniors. Oh. We were about 16, 17 years of age yeah. in the uh, Woolworth Cup. Yep. Okay. Who was coaching then? Uh, it was... Um, Phil Mullins then? No, it was, no um, it was a bit later. Oh, what, what was it? Oka Stevens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oka. Yep. Yeah, he, was, he was a good player. Good coach, Oka. No, he was a legend. So so during those times, that that time when you were playing, did Ocean Grove have seniors in that by then? 
Yes, I did. They did. They did. They should have about 63, 64. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the Battle of the Bridges, the oldest one on it, 64, I think, or 63. Yeah, I was playing seniors at 17. Yep. 16, 17, yep. in 1967, 67, 68. Yeah. But your Tommy stories took you about sitting in the tree and watching the older blokes play. So we're pretty interested in in the stories you can tell about the real older blokes who played senior footy before you were playing. Yeah, it was, uh, as, you, as you see, the tree on the wing. Yes. Well, us guys were up there all the time. But in our time, when the big thing, branch right? would go over the, um, the boundary line, it'd be over on the wing there, it was hanging over the top. Yep. And yep. I'll, I'll be sitting up there with Peter Lindsay and Staggers and all that. We used to watch uh, Johnny Drews. Yeah. Anyway, this one day, Drewsy took a hanger right under us. We could we could just about pluck the ball out of his hand <laughs> because the branch was right over the top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, was, he was a gun. And uh, I think it was coached by Reggie Pierce. Yep. And Reggie, he was a good raver. He had a good tap ruckman in uh, David Edge. Yep. And they combined pretty well. It was a bit of tough uh, football in those days. If you remember Freddie Wilmore. Yeah, old Fred. Oh, Freddie, she's a bit cantankerous. If you missed a mark, he just turned around and jobbed you. <laughs> when I saw it that day, I could not believe it. He oh, was, really? Uh, but he, he would have been pretty old then, I would imagine. Oh, Freddie, Freddie, well, Freddie, yeah, yeah. Freddie was just about finished. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they had another bloke, you probably remember him, Hilo, Billy Binns. Oh, yeah, Binsy. Binsy's back in town now. Is he? Yeah, he was yeah. back in... In uh, in his old place in Margate Street. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a robust yeah. full yes. forward. Yeah. It's funny in those days, uh, with full forwards like that, just jumping further uh, ahead again, we used to have another one called Ray Gogel. Yep. He was the same build as Binsy, so he's sort of. He was a bit in the uh, Jeff Blithen mould, wasn't he? Because yeah. he used to play with his glasses. That's right. Yeah, Is Ray Gogel playing glasses? I'm pretty sure yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. Googsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Googsy. Googsy, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember him being called Googsy. Yes. Wow. No, but no, in those days, they used to change in the uh, uh, sheds. The, what do you call them? The, the laundromat. Uh, laundromat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The umpires would change in the back there with the, uh, all the heating and everything it was, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Both sides of the ground, so. Yeah. 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 It was all rough days. They said, Dad mentioned that when we spoke to Stewie about the boiler room, that's right, yeah, the boiler room. Yeah, he spoke about getting changed in the um, in the laundromat and that, but he also mentioned um, a tent of some description around near the netball courts. Do you remember that? That might have been earlier. Um, probably before my time. Yeah, yeah. it might have yeah. been. But yeah, but, yeah I can remember that. Yeah, with the, uh, in the boiler room, all the umpies were lucky because the boiler room was warm. Yeah. On a cold day, they'd be getting stripped. Yeah. And now the guys would be freezing cold. Yeah. What was the ground like in those days, Chuck? Oh, it could rain, it could rain all day and all night, all week, yeah. and you'd still be able to do a drop kick on the ground. It was yeah. just perfect, because it had that real sandy soil yeah. before we uh, end up mucking it up. Yeah. You know, everyone yeah. loved to play a bar on his ground. It just had such a good surface. Yeah. Uh, well, that was right through our career, it was like yeah. that, wasn't it? It yeah, wasn't, just, until, wasn't really until people tried to make it better that, it, that yes. they realised they are making it worse. And even uh, chatting up the umpires after the game, they used to fight to try and get an umpire down in our ground because yeah. I knew it was always going to be dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember talking to uh, Glenn James. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Visual, yeah. umpire. Yeah. He umpired the Played VFL, yeah. Yeah, because they used to take it in turns in umpiring league and then they'd sit in the bush. But, yeah. And we had him quite a few times. He was yeah, very Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. We had Kevin Smith a couple of times. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Kevin Smith umpired us at Torquay and I reckon it was, like, the last game of the season. 
three weeks later, umpired the ump yeah. grand final. Yeah. The yeah. AFL grand or the yeah. VFL grand yeah. finals. It was in those days. Oh, we were lucky in those days. We only needed one umpire to yeah. umpire the lot. They yeah. were, they were excellent. And they built those club roofs. Wilco and the crew built that. That was uh, amazing. It was yeah. state of the art in those days. Was wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Amazing. The guys used to have a working bee in those days, and they'd come down with their nail belts and their hammers and their tools and their uh, trowels to do the bricks and everything like that. And uh, it was a real community project. Yeah, we're lucky we had a good committee in those days. They were very hard working. You know, very hard working. Seventies. Just the, 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 who were some of the blokes involved in? Blokes like um, yeah, it was um, Bill Antonio. Bill Antonio. Yeah, Billy. Billy Bullshit, yeah. <laughs> the local butcher. Yeah, he was yeah. good, yeah. There was uh, Wilco. Yep. Vern Fry. Yeah. Um, Desi Russell. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Wilmore. Fred, yeah, Freddie, yeah, Freddie Wilmore. Cyril Watson. Cyril. Yeah. Uh, Billy Watson. Billy Watson. Yeah. Bonnie, Bonnie had the girls organised. Yeah. She was good. They were good hard workers because when we used to go to the football trips, it never used to cost us a cracker. Because remember the, the pleasant Sunday mornings yeah. we used to have there? Yeah, yeah. How good were they? Yeah. Jerry G, Ron Blasket. <laughs> yes, yeah. Zig and Zag. Yeah. I remember the time that um, Jennings, what was his name? Uh, Andy? Andy Jennings, yep. Went off to the toilet and he'd come back and Ronnie uh, Blasket with Jerry G and say, oh, here comes me mop and bucket coming back. Because <laughs> he had the afro. <laughs> yeah, he did, did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that was right. Oh, no good days. Because my understanding or my remembrance of Ron Blasket is he used to work work a bit bluer on uh, in private than he did on television. Mm. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was sensational. He even yeah. stirred the girls up when Michelle Mule would go in the toilet. He'd come up with some remark, and I can't tell you what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then he'd bring the kids in and yeah. give the kids a show. Yeah, no, I remember as a little kid just sitting there with your legs crossed. Can't do that now. But at the front, we'd sit there and listen to the show and the puppet. Oh. It was it was exciting, you know. It was it was like the circus coming to town. Kids yeah, can so. still sit with their legs crossed, or yeah, just you can't. can't. I can't. Oh, right. I mean, Desi Camp playing on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Who organised that? Who used to organise that? Was, it? That was um, Bill Antonio and all, yeah. all, the, all the committee blokes. Yeah. Hey, when we talk about this even now with old footballers, I just could not believe how well Bowenheads were playing. Yeah. At eleven o'clock on a Sunday morning, you got a thousand people in the in the club rooms and hanging out the yep. outside in the rafters. Yeah, yeah. And just just strolling. This is why yeah. we were so successful. Yeah, it was just it was a place to be. Oh, cabarets at night time down at the public hall. Yep. And Bonnie would be working hard with the girls. Oh, they were just fantastic. Oh, Those I still remember the vlogs yesterday. That's yeah. that's like right through your senior career. Yeah, through the senior yeah. career. Like we used to have Thursday nights tea. Yep. It was unheard of in those days. Yeah. We'd have stews and top the reins, food. Yeah. Oh, just um, magnificent. Yeah, that was pretty... Uh, oh. Every club pretty much does it now. It was yeah. a fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember when playing and you'd have Thursday night, you'd hang around and have a feed and then um, you would uh, wait for the teams to get read out. I used to love it when um, <coughs> uh, Kevin Blatchford was playing for us. Yes. Because because yes. He, when we had a casserole night, he used to bring abalone, abalone yeah, and yeah. crayfish. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez, it was magnificent. And we were just young, and you'd sit there and think, I'd, I'd never get fed like this at home. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Just on entertainment again. I mean, you guys remember uh, Greg Melville? Yeah. Well, he used to come in with his uh, ukulele and banjo. Yeah. And playing yeah. Eskimo Nell and all those yeah. ditties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to liven up the boys. 
Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a Saturday night, was on it? On a Saturday night, yeah, yeah, on a Saturday night or a Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember, it must have been, I reckon, probably late 70s, early 80s, and you'd have the pleasant Sunday morning, and Graydon Luke would get up and sing. Yeah, yeah. And he'd get up and perform. I can't really remember whether he's a good singer, but... Um, and he'd drag his young bloke Bradley up there, and Bradley would get up there and sing. And of yeah, course, well, you know, Luke, Luke's a, a crust, famous yeah. muso now. Oh, yeah, so, good jeans. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, Luke, he was another one. He was a runner for us. Yeah. And he was very good too, him and Peter. Yep. Big, big Pete. Pete Bonner. Yeah, Pete Bonner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember them. They were great guys. And one of the funniest things was, in the 70s, we, uh, if you remember, Hilo, they put the um, sewage behind the club rooms. Yep. And we picked up those players from the sewage. Yeah. Joe Bazzetti. Yeah. Uh, Joe Bazzetti, Walshy, a big Bones Walsh, Wally, Wally's name. Anyway, we got those guys. Yeah. Plus, we got some trainers from oh, Little Mickey. Remember Little Mickey? Yeah. yeah. A day, one of the guys got hit in the, on the middle of the ground. I think it might have been water. And Little Mickey, he'd be lucky to be five foot tall, had a towel in his hand yeah. and something in his pocket and come running down. Down that hill and yeah, the club race. tripped over, got up, come up the water, and give him a sniff of this stuff, and off he went and water and straight up. <laughs> I don't know, I oh, really? still don't know what he gave him. Oh, really? was, I never knew where those blokes come from, I do remember them. But, yeah, uh, Mickey, yeah, they come up from Sea Lake and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember yeah. when the series got put in Bale Heads. Yeah, we picked up holes in backyards and trenches oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. were, were, um, this is how we picked up players. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the surf, I remember surfing at uh, Grave and Thirteenth. Uh, John and the boys be out there surfing. Yeah. You boys play football. This is how we picked them up. Yeah, yeah oh, come yeah. down. Yeah. Amazing who you get. Oh yeah. John ends up getting two best and Ferris. Yeah, John O. Kenny Mack. Kenny Mack. Kenny Mack. What's Kenny Mack's brother's name? Uh, Normie. Norm. That's right. Yeah, Normie. Yeah. Brinkley. Brinkley. Yeah. Tony Inglefield mm-hmm. and. Um, Neil Hanson. Neil Hanson. Yeah, he was a good player. Well, John, we get John O. He played his uh, first practice match. We were playing over at Water Warwick. And he had no boots. Well, this big fella's Ali Bomb. Yep. Yeah, John O., you can have mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, I'll tell you how, how big his face oh, yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Monster. Ali Bomb. Oh, yeah. Lenny yeah. Elliott. Yeah, it must be about four sizes too big and he got best on ground. So, <laughs> how he did it. God. And that just shows you how good a footballer he was. Yeah. Know what, he, what he did. Good cricketer too, John O. Oh, he was class. Good golfer. And, and that's how they got. That's how we got into the club. Chucky just yeah, run I, into him down the surf and I asked him to come surf. and play. Um, Pat Fan got him down. I yes. might have sent my article. Yeah. The other day, well, Pat got him down, but I met John O in the surf. Yep. Yeah. John. So and Pat's recently passed. Yeah. He just passed away yeah. last week. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was a good footballer. I can tell you a story about him as well. Yeah. This is when I was playing in Geelong West. I used to come watch you blokes play. Anyway, I was at Torquay. And uh, if you remember the big ruckman, Juddy? Yeah. From Torquay. Anyway, he hit Jono right, you know, rehearse. And Pat Fan was right at the other end because he was full forward, running the length of the ground and just went <laughs> bang, broke his jaw. Oh. Pat was out, out of four weeks for that. That was a true story. You can ask John about it. Right? Yeah. Got, Pat was a real quiet guy, but he looked after his players. Yeah. Yeah. What um, you mentioned, you're in Geelong West. What what took you on there? Just wanted to go up a level and test yourself and a few yeah, mates well, in there. Yeah, when I um, when I won the best in Ferris in '68, got, got a um, invitation to go to Geelong 19s. So I went there for uh, 12 months, played there. A few things happened, and I just said, "Oh, I'm not staying here." 
I'll go to Geelong West. So I went and played 70 and 71 under Ian Bryant. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff Fry was there, Alan Fry. Uh, it was um, like Phil Stringer was there, Crowey and a few of the blokes there. And one of the most enjoyable uh, football I played. It was tough. Yeah. Tough as nails. If you remember, blokes like Buster Harlan and and, uh, Frosty Miller, Eddie Meli, all those blokes, Georgie Shickett, the Shaws. Played against all them when I was only about 19. Yeah. Tough. One day we were playing against uh, Paran. And being a young girl, you think, we'll play fair here, we'll just hip and bump here. This guy come the other way, he was six foot three, brought the arm straight up, split me right across the mouth. Oh, as, as you can see, I'll wear a moustache. <laughs> Had that since. Yeah. 15 stitches on the inside and 12 on the out. Oh, wow. That was my introduction. Oh, really? To, yeah. to uh, tough VFA football. Yeah. Oh, God. The Paran. Wasn't the Rex Pran. Hunt? Was it Rex Hunt played Paran? I think he ended up there. was um, yeah. a couple of guys from Melbourne. Anyway, the trainer said, come over near the boundary because it was only 9th and 20th. Yeah. yeah. And he said, you'll be right. Put the plaster on and go out and finish the game. Yeah. With <laughs> oh. your lip hanging off. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. I got that stitched up. It was painful and drinking the stubbies on the way home from the bus. <laughs> oh, never forget that. Oh, it stitched up after the game? Yeah. yeah. Stitched yeah. up after the game. Bang, bang. Oh, no wonder you oh, got to wear a moustache. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was tough. You'd be in hospital for a week now getting bloody plastic <laughs> yeah, surgery yeah. and yeah. Be, being fed intravenous. Yeah, that, <laughs> night, that night into Eureka. Oh, that's right. where I got hold of my and our wife. Was that, <laughs> what, with stitches in your lip yep, and all? Yep. Oh, in the Eureka. Must have impressed her. <laughs> must have impressed her. You wouldn't have been looking too flash. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a, well, a few, few stories we had. Yeah. yeah. So then it was back down to Bowen Heads and... Yeah. Um, we, what happened was there, we, were, uh, we spoke to Gary Hamer because Gary played with us at Geelong West as well. Okay, yep. We started talking. We said, listen, Gary, we've had enough of this. Yep. How about you come coach Bowen Heads? Anyway... He met up with uh, Billy Antonio and Vern Fry and mm. all that. And Gary, they said to Gary, well, what do you want for coach? He says, I want a new car. Okay. So if you remember, he had a green hold in Kingswood. Right. And that's what he bought it. And we said, Gary, we're all coming back. So yeah. that's what happened. We all came back. Yeah. So what year was that? 72? 72. Yeah. The year before, when you guys missed, missed out on the grand final, I spoke to uh, Peter Dealey. If you remember yep. Peter Dealey? Yep. Come from New Newmarket to play with Barnett's. Yes. And I said, Pete, we're coming back next year. And he was talking about going back to Newmarket. Mm. So we talked to him in the stain, which was great because yeah. he was in the grand final in 1972. Yeah. So and, that's um, what, and Marshy was back there. And it was, yeah. it was oh, what a side, though. All the gang were all in there again together. They couldn't beat us. We just, for those three years, we yeah. were unbeatable. We were just fantastic. We knew each <laughs> other's game playing. Yeah. Quick. And we're so, just like brothers. Yeah, and you're three, all... You're three of them were. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Three fried yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right there. But, a couple yeah. of Watsons. Yeah. You're still mates with a lot of those blokes, aren't you? So you still, oh. you've still you all kept very close. Yeah, we get together every, probably, what, two months or so. Yeah. Even at the moment, we're on, on Zoom. 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 Yeah, on Zoom. Zoom. That's how close we are. It's interesting. Yeah. You know, just a great bunch of blokes and the wives were the same. Yeah. When we used to have our kids, after the game, we'd go and have dinner... Yep. And all these kids, we used to have those um, bassinets. Yeah. All the bassinets would be under the table. Not like now, shh, you can't talk, it's too loud. <laughs> kids just slept underneath there and we just partied. Yeah. And we took them home. <laughs> and they turned out all right. Yeah. And that was all the time. And that's why we still get together now. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, Jackie Evans, Marshy, 
Langer, Noel Rainey, Alan Fry, Jeff Fry, even Marshy, you know, he, he'd be the toughest, yeah. toughest bloke I've ever seen play football in Ballerina. Yeah. Oh, I remember that famous photo oh. that used to be in the club rooms when I was a kid of Marshy after a grand, I think it was a grand final, but he had, his nose was all over his face and he was covered in blood and all that, that sort was, of thing. That was against Gumley. Gumley was coach of Ocean Grove. Oh, right. They both had broken noses. Oh, both, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I don't imagine it was a head clash. Oh, it, yeah. it, it just didn't stop Joey though. Yeah. So yeah. when you played in in at West, yeah. where did you play? What position did you play there? I played centre forward. Did you, yeah. I'm not, not very tall, but I had a good spring. Yeah. Uh, I played centre forward, and uh, Graham McLean was full forward. Tannenbaugh was in the ruck. Crowley was centre back. Terry Emons playing. You remember mm, yeah. Terry Emons? Yeah. yeah. The um, Bobby Bobby Egan. Fullback, he come from Maryborough. Gary <coughs> Hamer. And Gary played centre forward as well. We yeah. Alt nose, yeah. Gary had already played at Geelong, hadn't he? Yeah, he played in 63. Then. Yeah. And then he went to West and then he came down to yeah. us and he was still playing then. Yeah, he went to uh, Coach Shepparton for quite a few premierships yeah. and then he mm-hmm. came, came to Geelong West. I remember playing one game, it was uh, playing Oakley. And they had these two brothers, the Quinn brothers, tough as nails. Anyway, uh, with 10,000 people watching. And anyway, one of the blokes hit Gary, one of, the, one of the twins, and Gary chased him. You remember the old grandstand? He chased him yep. up the race and whacked him one. Wow. That's how he broke that bone in his oh, arm, wow. in, his, in his wrist there, above yeah. his wrist, below his wrist there. And that, he suffered that when he went to Bowen Heads. That's why he ended up, didn't play, play more than two years there because yeah. of that wrist. And then oh. he, when he left Bowen Heads, he went in and... I reckon he went in and coached a long second still for a premiership. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. did. So, yeah, John O and I went in there. And I, I didn't, John O didn't stay in there as I. Yeah. yeah. But no, Gary. In Geelong? But, yeah. yeah. Well, Gary, Gary should have coached Geelong. Yeah. They, they, uh, it was a year um, Olsen coached. Yep. I was thinking of yeah. Gary. And um, Maury, the milkman, milk, milk bloke from Geelong, he owns a dairy. He had it all teed up to get Gary the coaching job. But he went to America on a holiday. Mm-hmm. And I heard this, heard this from Percy Mitchell, was the other Ocean Grove dairy bloke. Yeah, yeah. Percy was in with the Pivotanians. Yep. And it's a true story. He said, Gary Hayne was picked to coach Geelong, but when they went away, they picked Rod Olsen. Oh, wow. Rod Geelong were pretty ordinary then, weren't they? He was useless, yeah. Rod Olsen. Yeah. That's how good coach Gary was. He was yeah, very yeah, stupid. Oh. And, and so then you came down to Bowen Heads and you played... Mostly at full forward in those times, didn't you? Yeah, mostly yeah. full forward. We sort of, at, at times, we alternated between Gary, myself, and Gordon Watson. Mm-hmm. Half forward flank to centre half forward to full forward. Yeah, yeah. Just to bamboozle the other side. So I didn't yeah. know what was going on. Yeah. If I'd make a big lead and go out to centre half forward, the other one would go bang into the goal square. Yep. Yeah, so. And then they'd kick it in the goal square where that bloke oh. was. Yeah. Yeah. But Gary was smart. Every time we bounced the ball, he'd have all the players. <laughs> From the forward pocket, forward pocket could go to the half forward flank, the half forward flank could go to the wing, and I would be on my own in the goal square. I would not move away from standing in front of the uh, goal yeah. umpire. So that gave me all that room, and as soon as John A got the ball, Dennis Johnson didn't matter what he's on his left foot, his right foot, yeah. I had it. Yeah. Because he only needed a bit of pace to get in. And I'd only have to lead 20 metres, so he got 20 metres out. How many times you'd miss C? You don't. Yeah. No. Most of the full fours now, they start at a 10-yard screen and they go out. Yeah. It's too far. You, Gary was so smart, he had to open all the time. And the full backs yeah. used to chat to me and they'd say, oh, 
you know, just just have a go at me all the time. Yeah. Bugger, you know. <laughs> I played against Noel Sherwell, Ocean Grove. Yes. And he used to give me an earful. He was he was always saying, "Jesus, stand, don't stand still." No, no, stand still. Yeah, because I was always on the move. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. go from one pocket to the other pocket, just watching the the, the play up the ground. So once it started to come my way, I was moving, and off I'd go. Never stand still. Yeah. And I used to drive him nuts. And the other one was Brett McGee from from uh, Leopold from Winchell Street. That was um, Bushy. Was it Bushy? I think it was Bush. I'm sure they'd all remember yeah, yeah, you. No, there was, there was a few, and I had a few cauliflower ears. No, oh, right. Most of the talk ears. Talk yeah. had two fullbacks. There was yeah. some good fullbacks. Yeah. Oh, and it was, oh, there was one from Port Arlington, Shackles. Oh, was Shackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shackles. He, he was only about the same height. But he was tough. Yeah. And Jimmy Serena. No, oh, right. Jimmy yeah. Serena, yeah. Motion Grove. Jimmy yeah. was... Yeah, well, see, Jimmy's Russian. Here it is, and I'm Polish. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. No, Jimmy was... And he was a fair player. Yeah. And a good player. You know? He ended up playing in the league at fullback, and I played, ended up playing centre-half forward in the league. Yeah. Well, because I, I had... The other thing I looked at today was in the... Is the grand finals. So, those yep. three grand finals, 72, 73, 74... We beat Ocean Grove, yes. Winchell Sea, and, Ocean, and Grove. Ocean Grove. Yep. In 1972, Chucky kicked five goals, and he was in the best players. Yep. In 1973, he kicked six goals, and he was in the best players. But he's had a bit of a shocker in 1974. He's yeah. only kicked four goals and missed out on the best players. What happened there, Chucky? Why don't kick five goals? Yeah, probably game? played in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I handballed too many away. Ah, oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Now, we had a... Very good backline. Yeah. Like, oh, what Ma- what Marshy missed out on Jack Evans yeah. and Alan Fry to clean him up. Yeah. I know Jack was tough. Was tough. Nothing. He didn't. He only knew one way: chest out, boom. Yeah. And Alan Fry was his name was a tank. Yeah. You know why? Because same thing. Yeah. Boom. And in, in those days, you could kick it out of bounds from a full wooden warrior. Yeah. So if Alan got the ball, he didn't see anybody. Beautiful. Hit for the boundary. <laughs> I don't know whether he meant it sometimes <laughs> or not, but uh, yeah. yeah no. But no, we had a very good backline. Just, you know, it, most of the time the forward line gets all the uh, credit, but we had a back line that was so tough. Oh. Like Marshy would would drop kick that ball out of full back, landed in the centre. Yeah, I remember sitting up there as a kid watching that. And just all I wanted to do was kick like Marshy, drop kick. Yes. And, yep. uh, I'll tell you a story about Marshy. He'll, he'll tell you and he'll, he'll laugh too. He was coming out of the centre half back, leading him towards the centre, with the ball in the hand in the centre, and I came out of full forward, went straight at him, and he stabbed past the ball that wouldn't have been more than about two and a half, three feet, and I jumped in the air to mark it and hit me in the chest and just sat me straight back. <laughs> that was the power of his kicks. Yeah. You, you can ask him that when you see him, he'll tell you. Power. And another incident was we're playing um, Anglesey, and I kicked 16 goals, and Marshy's got the ball, and he said, here, handball to me. He said, kick another one. And I said, Marshy, I'm bugging. I hand ball back to you, kick it. <laughs> uh, that's another one you want to ask him. That was go. true. Yeah. There you go. Uh, was yeah, he was a great player, wasn't he? Oh, he was a great player. Tough and hard. He's the toughest, like I was saying. Yeah. And the most unlikely looking footballer, too. Wasn't oh, he? so bony. Bony and bony, white. white skin. <laughs> and, and, he, and he, if he. If he didn't have a dart in his mouth, it was because he was butting it out. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. that's right, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Used, no. Him and him and Watto at half time sitting there have, yeah. having a dart. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of half time, yeah. that was uh, Pete, Pete, you bet Peter Dealey. Yep, yep. Well, half time when Gary was coaching, 
we're sitting there, and next minute, here's, here's the door of the club rooms open up, and here's Bonnie walking in with a cup of tea and some uh, biscuits, uh, biscuits uh, little, little um, sandwiches, club sandwiches, yeah, yeah, straight yeah. over to, to Dealey. And he's just sitting there eating, and Gary just looks. But Gary wouldn't say anything because he knew the players yeah. who perform, yeah. and it was a ritual. So he just didn't say a word. He was, he was pretty tolerant of Jono getting to the ground a bit late oh, too, wasn't he? Yeah, Jono was, as you know, we all surfed. And uh, in the old, the old club rooms, we had that steep yeah, rise going down the, to the ground. And then you know, we're, we're running out to play. And Jono's walking, just just starting to go up the hill. Got a towel over his shoulder, wet hair, munching a pie. <laughs> and Gary just took one look at him, shook his head and said, don't take too long, John. I will be starting in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you see, John, you asked him about yeah. that. Because in those days, like, 19th and 20th, if you don't start on the ground, he's no, got to get you on somehow. That's right, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Are we up? But that was Gary's life. Players, he just knew how to talk to them. Yeah. Charlie Domenico, he spoke to Charlie, I think it was 73 grand final, because Charlie didn't, it wasn't there in 72. And he just said to Charlie, he said, you know, you've done nothing last week. Everyone's been rubbish in the Ray Menzies on the 3GL. Yep. Charlie, do something. And I'm pretty sure he kicked a few goals in that 73. Charlie, he killed him. What about that? It was, um, you, you've become quite famous. I don't know whether you were aware of that. On Facebook recently, you've been posting some great photos. And there was um, one that got a lot of comments of a photo of the team on a footy trip in Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. And he actually played a game. We did. Um, Jackie Evans told me he played a game there after the, um, uh, against the combined team. Yeah, it was a grand final of that country area. Yeah. yeah. Combined side, yeah. So the one, all the guys from the clubs that didn't make the grand final got together and put a team on the field and you guys smashed them. Oh, yeah. We... Charlie was a bit inaccurate, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I'll just tell you, that night we got on the turfs. <laughs> And we're all... Well, it's a footy trip. Hunt, it was a footy trip, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And they kicked, what, the first five goals. Yeah. And then we just sort of save it up. But Charlie, he kicked one goal 11. And I'll, you can ask anybody, one goal. How could somebody kick one goal 11? And that was Charlie. He, he's, he was everywhere, but just couldn't kick straight. Couldn't kick straight. I think he must have been still hungover too. Yeah. But that was a great trip. That was... Oh. So uh, you've won the flag in Ballerine. You've gone on the footy right. trip. You've beaten the local blokes and... Had a good weekend away. Yeah, we yeah. met up with uh, Johnny Devine because Gary knew Johnny Devine from the yes. uh, a hotel he had in uh, in Hobart. Yep. Yeah. And that ground was the Richmond ground. Richmond uh, ground. It was like Barnhead's sandy soil. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of the old boys will remember the Barnhead's ground. They used to have the lampposts on the inside of the fence. Oh, right. And this ground is exactly the same. Okay. Oh, oh dangerous. Yeah. And our blokes getting hit. Straight into the pole. <coughs> yeah. But no, that was, a, that was a good trip. A very good trip, yeah. What year was that? That was 72. 72, so... 72. What, and what was the... Was that just your footy trip or did That's someone organise it no, through the club? Or? It was the uh, footy trip organised by the um, committee. They always do. Mm. You know, 72 was... Uh, but they were kind enough to organise for you to have a game while you were oh, over there. Yeah. So I, you I took all your gear and everything? Everything was there. Like just, and it was all paid for. Yeah. All we had to do was pay for it if we had to go on our own, have a drink or, or yeah. a meal. But if we went somewhere, the meal was paid for, the grog on that day was paid. Wow. And 1973, we went to uh, uh, Sydney. Yeah. And the same thing. They paid for the airfares, the hotel. We, we stayed at the um, 
the Crest Hotel in the Cross. Oh wow! And Ocean Grey were there. <laughs> so here we are. We're all all having a drink up in one of the rooms and Phil Stringer. This is after you've played him in the grand final. Yeah, after you played, yeah, yeah, yeah. This must have been October. Yeah. And uh, Rinkley was there, and, and quite a few of them fry. They'll, they'll tell you, we're up in the Crest and we're drinking long necks, and Stringer's in. I don't know who it was, Alan Fry or somebody said, well, what do we do with the empties? So Phil said, give it to me. Well, give it to me, all right. Walked straight out of the window, threw it out and across. Oh, oh, God. You couldn't oh. do that now. No. Oh. oh, that was, that was, that was true. But like I say, we went to the um, Maroubra Seals Surf Lifesaving Club for, for dinner. Yeah. And it, were, it was all paid for. Kenny McHugh mm-hmm. and those guys raised the money. And we are drinking Crown Lagers. Crown Lagers. <laughs> and then the Sunday morning, they say, we're going for uh, morning morning tea and, and uh, early lunch. So we went to the St. George Leagues Club. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Again, all paid for. Wow. That just shows you how committed those guys were for us. And they came with you on the trip? They all came, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was when Trevor Forrester was there. Remember Trevor oh, Forrester? Yeah. Yeah, yes. And you asked his son about the story. Yeah. Trevor spent all his money on the pokies. And what was his, his, his son's name? Uh, there was a few of them. Yeah, like Greg or Mark. Greg, Mark, Mark and Ty. I think it might have been Ty, the yeah, oldest Ty's one. Yeah, Ty's the oldest one. Yeah. He said, Ty, I've got no money. <laughs> and he took Ty's money off him and Ty had to fly back home because he had nothing. Oh. And Trevor <laughs> spent that too. <laughs> That's a true story. You can ask me. You can ask probably Mick Moulton's about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there were some funny things. And another one was um, we were uh, in Sydney again. And the boys were drinking in the car and everything, and somebody threw a bottle out the window. And the cops stopped, pulled up, and they looked, and they grabbed Alan Fry. And he said, it was you. Took him to the slammer, and it wasn't Alan Fry, it was Gubbo. Oh, <laughs> Gubbo. And Alan Fry never forgave him for that one either. Oh, really? Oh, he didn't was... come up in there at all. No, he wouldn't, have, uh, he wouldn't have taken it lightly, would he? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> the only minor things we tell you about for you, if nothing else. Yes. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. What no. stays there stays there. Yeah, it's no, that's, but no, that's true. Yeah. But those kind of footy trips, you know, oh. obviously the club had in mind right through its <clears throat> right through its um yeah. its year that they that they were gonna provide that for the players. Yeah, and not a lot of clubs were doing that sort no, of thing, they were just, they? I did that for, for quite a few years mm. until those guys finished because I was just making so much money on present Ooh. Sunday mornings and raffles. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Guys, on a Sunday morning, you'd be sitting in and, oh, you buy a ticket and you win a chook. I said, oh, well, that's good. I don't have to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep drinking and then I'll go home and hear, darling, it's a chook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how they might die. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and Chooky, what did you do for a crust? What, do you, what, was, your, what was your game? Oh, in those days, well, when I was 18, oh, still, yeah, still just finishing... Uh, school and going to work, but I always had a part-time job at the Barnes Hotel, as you know. Yep. Jerry Lewis was there. Yep. He was the best thing happened to me and, and a lot of players. Because Jerry used to say to, you, to us guys, look, come in here, we'll give you a job. Learn, yep. learn bar work. Yep. And he'd always teach you how to do it, how to remember people's names. Oh, yeah. The best thing, I've, and I've still been pouring beer until well, about two or three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And he just said, look, just be kind to everyone else. He said, yeah. don't lower yourself to some of these standards. Just keep yourself above and always say good day and keep it smiling. Yeah. I never forgot that. Never. Yeah, he, um, he, he taught me a lot about hospitality oh, too. Was, exactly that. How to remember people yeah. name, people's names. And, he, he was phenomenal because 
I'd work summertime and all the tourists would come down to the caravan park. And Joe Blow would walk in and Jerry would have his beer sitting there. How are you, George? Yep. And they were mice. Yeah. He knew them all. He knew them all. Never feel to know. And he had a good backstop, backstop too. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I used to work with her doing the cleaning at night time. Yeah. And yeah. then Barnes worked during the day. Oh, she was she was a good she was working good. in the pub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They used to clean the pub yeah. and, and manage the pub. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they'd cross over between the yeah. two. And, and the boys were good. All the boys have got got yeah. real well with the boys. Yeah. I used to take them to uh, the footy. I remember yeah. in the seventies when I had that red combi van. <laughs> I took Johnny and uh, Mark, um, Jane, and Sandwich. Yeah. In, 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 in my car, yeah. I was somewhere. Yeah. We went to uh, Torquay, the grand yeah. final. Sandwich. Sandwiches, Andy. 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 <laughs> and yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul would have been. You probably wouldn't have let Paul in the car. He yeah. was a troublemaker. I've kid. never ever heard him call yeah, Sandwich. He, got, yeah. he, he had the nickname Sandwich because he used to pinch sandwiches off yeah. lights <laughs> in the public park. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sandwich Lewis. You know what? Here we go between Snowy Piper. Snowy Piper. Yeah. Sam Murray's grandfather. Yeah. 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 Sam. Um, That's right. Milo's wife, um, Phyllis. Yeah, 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 she was she was a piper. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! And, used to and, then, back there. Yeah. and then, obviously, you've spent many years, and you would have seen some great bands over at the oh. over at the uh, over at the Colandina. Yeah, I worked there for uh, quite a number of years. Yeah, it was. You yeah, know, Corsi, Corsi was there with you too, wasn't he? Kenny Mac, Corsi, oh, yeah, Corsi, Corsi, Corsi. Corsi. <laughs> I don't know whether Corsi wanted it as a job, as a yeah. hobby, or just. As an outlet, was a hobby. as an outlet, <laughs> was a hobby. Being yeah. over the punch like <laughs> Where's the funny? See the top bands. We even saw um, Tina Turner. Yeah, when she split up with Ike, yep. she came out with a private dancer. Yeah. album. it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, Cornsey, I'll tell you a story about Cornsey. <laughs> There's another one. You ask him. It's true. Well, I'm working with bouncing. He was, was myself, Cornsey, um, Peter McDonald, Scotsman. Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, every time it'd be blue on, Peter would fix stitch him up. And then Corns would say, hey, how do you do that headbutt, Peter? <laughs> he says, that's oh, easy, lad. You just get up and you go, whoop. Corns said, oh, well. So the next time there was a blue one, Corns tried it. He went, bang, split his own eye right across the top. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. Peter says, you stupid boggy, you don't do that way. <laughs> you ask him, he split his head right across here. Corns was funny. Now, there's a story I've heard. Oh, I reckon I heard you tell this story, but I don't, I don't know if it's true or not. Well, I don't know if I misremember it. Did you did you belt Jimmy Barnes one night at the Colandina? I didn't belt him. It was Cold yeah. Chisel playing. Cold Chisel. I was there that yeah. night. I was don't packed. think I was 18. It was packed to the rafters. Yeah. Anyway, I said, Chuck, are you and uh, Peter McDonald go upstairs and look after up there? So I'm up there. People everywhere. And they said, look, anyone gets around in those days with a bottle, yeah. take it off me. You yeah. can't drink with glass. Anyway, I'm... Yeah, and they're singing away there, and this bloke comes running up the side stairs yep. with a rugby jumper on. Yep. And I tackle him by the shirt. I said, in his, in his hand, he's got a bottle of vodka. Yep. I grabbed him like this, and I said, hey, you can't do that. And Peter says, hey, Chuka, you can't do that. It's Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy <laughs> Barnes. I said, whoa. <laughs> so I sort of stepped back. But he was good, Jimmy, because after the, the um, show, he said, look, he said, son, I could have been any bastard. He'd done the right thing. Yeah. And yeah. it was Jimmy Barnes. Yeah, you know. I used to throw the, throw the mic up to him. Yeah. And sing upstairs. Oh, yeah. I'd come upstairs yeah. to yeah, sing. Yeah, come up the top belt. Yeah, because they had sing. no radio. They had a radio <coughs> mic, didn't they? Yeah. You didn't have a yeah. cable on it. Yeah. But the they whole, were one of the first bands to do when it. When they were up there singing and dancing, the whole top of that deck yeah. Yeah. was shake. That's the reason oh. it got shut, isn't it? Because <laughs> the deck was dangerous. Because the deck was dangerous. 
probably yeah. wasn't built with the uh, um, the um, the way it should have been built. No, yeah. well, it probably didn't have the intention in mind no, that no. it ended up having. Yeah, like, yeah, it used to be big crowds oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the amazing. angels, when they yeah, sang. Yeah, the angels. Oh, I had to get, it just rebounded off the back wall. That's why yeah. I, I wear hearing, hearing aids every now and then because of those days. Yeah. But it was good. You're getting paid for it and watching the top bands. Yeah. And it was, and it was no, no problems. Good. Yeah. Not much trouble. No, I only went from the Melbourne crew, as it, as like with this coronavirus. It's all Melbourne orientated. <laughs> Us guys down the coast, we're all right. We're, we're good. Yeah. And, you, and you've done, you've just worked work doing that your whole, pretty much oh, your whole I was just part-time, life. but I, was, I did uh, brick lane with Smalley. Yes. <laughs> as you can remember, helped him out. Yeah. I, I did an apprenticeship with an um, electrical fitter in the railways before the first start, and I just looked around the building, and I said, oh... I can't do this yeah. sitting here for the next 30, 40 years. <clears throat> so I just give it away. And just went to bar work and gardening, which I still do with a gardening yeah. now. And I was a sales rep for a while and I did fitted shower screens. You're never out of work. Never. Never out of work. Right. I, was, I, I was remember that. Park Ranger at the um, yes, Gallery Park and Bar Ends. What yeah, about yeah, that little um, venture that you and Jonesy had? Uh, oh, the hamburger The thing. hamburger thing over on the... Uh, yeah, I must put that photo on too. On the bridge? Yeah, opposite the bridge, yes. opposite the pub on the Usher Grove site. And hey, look, I don't know whether they were the best burgers I've ever eaten. but They were at the time. At the time. At half past one in the morning after you've been at the pub for seven hours, they were beautiful. And yeah, uh, yeah we'd all go over there and you, Jones, you'd fill us up and then we'd walk back across the bridge. Yeah, that was the, uh, we bought the Hang Tan Burger Bar. That's it. Of course, we had a wrestler, Chief Little Wolf. Oh, really? He, he had it. Yeah. And then it was um, Kingy had it after that. And he said, look, he wanted to get out. And Jonesy said, oh, we'll, we'll give it a bit of a go. Because we had the, um, uh, the uni students working for us during, yeah. during, during the night. And Jones and I had run it during the day. Yeah. And we had a slide grog at the back, yeah. as they all knew. Yeah. The cops used to turn up. But you're saying about the hamburgers. You can ask Maxie Shell about this. Yeah. Mac, this is about 2 o'clock in the morning. Maxie's coming. He's as hungry as anything. I don't have a lot, plenty of, uh, plenty of beetroot. Oh, you know, always Max, bang, bang, bang. Here you are. And then ten minutes later, Maxie comes back and he goes, he's just about finished it. He said, Chugga, what? There's no meat in it. <laughs> 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 and we get heaps of chilli because he loves chilli because he yeah. wants to taste the chilli, not the meat. Yeah. You ask Maxie, he'll tell you. Uh, but that was go. a good money spinner. Yeah, yeah. Cottles used to come round and check on the, on, the, um, on the young kids at night yeah, time. Yeah. Because we looked after them at night. Yeah. We had a big esky full of, full of booze. Yeah. Huh? When everyone knocked off work, I'd call in there, we'd give my hamburger. And, yeah. And Kerry Orchard, if you remember him, yeah. the copper? Yeah. He used to always come in, can I have two? I'm going home. One's for my wife. He'd be bugging it. He'd be bugging it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was, yeah, it was, it was good. We, we enjoyed that. We just, I only had it for uh, one year, and my kids were about the right age to, to have it the following year. But they said, "Oh no, we're not having any campers on that side anymore," ah, right. yeah. which was stupid. Yeah. It, was, it was a great thing. Everyone used to yeah. walk home from from the pub to Ocean Grove and call and get yeah. a hamburger at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and it's funny nowadays they do have food things set yeah. up over there, but not as good as we had. Nah. Oh, nah. it was great. Yeah, you should get it back up and going oh. again. Yeah, I the Hang Ten Retro Burger Bar. Oh, the music going. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of the days. Yeah. Right yeah. about that time, Chugger, I remember <clears throat> I remember watching you play footy when I was a little kid and, you know, at full forward leading out. Jono, you know, hitting your lace up, as you oh. said before. It was fantastic. And what are the same? You wore number 30, didn't you? Yeah, number 30. 
Yep, remember that. Not dirty number 30, I was clean. Clean number 30. <laughs> and then you crossed the bridge to Ocean Grove for a short time, didn't you? Yeah, yes, I did. That was my next white. question. Yeah, yeah it was, tell uh, us about that. Uh, well, Barnard's got a coach by the name of Peter Manrick. Um, he apparently left, left, he eventually left the club halfway through the season to uh, go to Bali and all over there. Tell anybody. And I just said, oh, this is this is not my, I can't play for Bali like this. So I just I went to, Bar- to Ocean Grove. I said, oh, I've stayed there for two years. And I said, no, this is, I'm, I'm come back to boys. So I ended up yeah. coming back. I, I, I didn't, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed playing with string on that, but it wasn't like yeah. the Barnhead's atmosphere. So yeah. we came back and, and that's, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because I finished it there. Finished, well, I would have been 1987. And then just held, held me boots in the car, as you probably remember, yeah. Teddy. Mm. We play over at um, seconds. We playing at uh, Anglesey and one short. Oh, yeah. I'll play. I'll put me full back. I just kick the ball out all the time. I enjoyed it. I played yeah. that for a number of years and yeah. give it away. Yeah. Back my old fella. One, one of the things um, I remember. This is my <laughs> earliest memory of senior footy. It was I was making the transition up from <laughs> under seventeens or eighteens. I forget what it was, and we weren't. Get, I was still playing under seventeen, but we weren't. We didn't have many players, and Johnny Drews was coaching. Yeah. And he said, "You guys, older blokes, me and Dottie, and there's a couple of others, Bevan probably, Bevan Marshman, <coughs> train train with the seniors. So yeah. do a whole preseason with the seniors. And we did a preseason with the seniors, but you took most of that preseason. We played. We didn't have the the oval. <coughs> That's what that got cut up. Remember, they, yeah, we someone went, we went you know, to I forget the, uh, who it was. Club. Yeah, we we're up the cricket ground. Yeah. But I remember yeah, you. You might remember who it was, but somebody told somebody to go down to the oval and scowl it with a scowl. And they misunderstood it and they went down and ploughed it yeah. and chopped it all up and it was yeah. no good. It had to be rolled every week yeah, and yeah, watered yeah. and that. And it was the beginning of the end of the yeah, yeah, oval yeah. going bad. But, yeah. um, and we ended up up at the footy, at the cricket ground. Yeah, where the athletic track used to be. Yeah, yeah and we right. ended up up there. Yeah, and, okay. um, and you... You sort of managed a lot of that pre-season and then about four weeks before we started, Chockey Walsh turned up. Yeah. And that was your year coming back, was it, from yeah, Ocean Grove? I think so, yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. I think um, <coughs> Jeff Miller was helping out then too. I yes, think. Jeff yeah. Miller was the yeah. reserves coach. March. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we played in that year <coughs> at Cadinia Park. I remember talking to you the other day on the phone and oh, you yeah. saying you played at Cadinia Park and I remember... Yeah. We played. We had to play Thompson, and Larry Donahue was coaching yeah. Thompson, and our ground wasn't suitable to play yeah. on. And Thompson's, mm-hmm. well, still playing cricket. cricket. Yeah. So um, I think Chucky organised with him yeah. and said, um, or maybe Laurie De Goldie or someone mm-hmm. through Laurie De Goldie mm-hmm. anyway, and they said, "Let's go and play. I'll get you Cadinia Park." And we all played on Cadinia Park. It was fantastic. You know, yeah, that's uh, it was a good ground. That yeah, it was big, Park, big, huge. Yeah. Big it was. Oh. I remember that we played. Um, Tom Mark Whiffen was playing at Thompson then. I remember because I knew Whiffo and he played at Newcomb <clears throat> as a kids and he, he was there and and um, he pat me pat me on the me kicking the ball out from playing at full back kicking the ball out. I'm used to kicking the ball at Bowen Heads into the centre square yeah. or you know nearly close. And kicking it out, and it's not even getting out. Oh, and he's just really... laughing at me, going, <laughs> She's a pretty big grand, oh, mate. You're not getting it down the other end. She's long. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that was, that was good. So, that team in the early 80s, when uh, 
Terry Walsh was coaching. That was a pretty strong team too. If you were right up there in the finals, yeah, you know. just um, didn't just weren't strong enough. We were yeah. we were okay, but just just a couple of players not short yeah. off, yeah. weren't we? Not yeah. like what we had in the seventies. Yeah. Like all even. Yeah, just had a film a bit. Uh, you know, went went tough enough. Yeah, but, there was um, a couple of tough ones that ran around. Yeah, Walsh, there, was, Paul Walsh, Bush, and Gary Bush, Walsh, Bush, Bushman was uh, yeah, bushy. Yeah. Oh, Bushy was he was tough. <laughs> Can't tell you what he's on. Oh, that were harder. Yeah. yeah. Nah. No, 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 that was I think you know Russell Barrett was playing yeah, there. Yeah, I think Rusty yeah. Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ecky, yes, Ecky, Ecky, yeah, Ecky. Oh, I love Ecky. He, he, him and I coached under 15s together, under 18s together. Yes, yeah, he was yeah. nice with your boys. Yeah, with the boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was good. There's some no, great Ecky. fellas around those areas too. And yeah, we had funny temperaments with a young kid there, um, an Aboriginal boy playing, and, and Ecky got into his ear and. And straighten him up a bit. Yeah, far, Shane, Shane Farry. Yeah. Shane Farry was. Oh, could he, he, he could have been anything. Oh, he could, could have been, been absolutely anything. Yeah. If he had a stepfather, it <coughs> wasn't too good with him. But yeah. Ecky used to get over and yeah. talk to him and whisper in his ear and yeah. got the best out of, out yeah. of Shane. I remember playing a couple of senior games with him, and he was only a kid. I mean, I wasn't, oh. I wasn't much older, but just some of the things he did were just, you had to stop and he think. Was, he had that Rioli. Yes, oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, just. Yeah. Remember that day against Drysdale? We nearly pinched a game. They were in the four and we were mm. down near the bottom and he played. Yeah. And he just set the joint alight the yeah. whole day. And yeah. he's, I was playing on, what was his name? Andy North? Yeah, and yeah. he's saying, who's this kid? Where did you get him from? I said, well, he's, uh, he's one of our under-18s. Yeah, no, Holy goodness. Yeah, just yeah. The things come to mind now with Eki and my coaching under-15s. If we'd only have half a dozen decent players yeah. and the rest of them only kids. Yeah. How they play the football now, Eki and I did it in those days oh. because we just said, the kids, look, if you get it and you see a young kid on his on his own sideways backwards, yep. kick it to him. Yep. Because everyone else used to kick it to the packs yeah. and they used to frustrate the, the, the better yeah. size. So a lot of sides used to get hammered by 20 goals and we said, well, it's not going to be us. We're just going to chip it around. Keep and, and it was good. You know, Little fellas, you know, like uh, the, the Todds and them, the other yeah. pipsqueaks. Yeah, yeah. But if they could mark a ball, yep. give it to him. Yeah. And and it, was, it was good, just teaching them how to play football yeah. the right way. Yeah, getting you know, Luke, uh, <coughs> Lukey was a, a bigger kid in those days, yeah. but there was ones below him. Yeah. That worked out well, and Aki and I, we worked out real well. Aki was a good, good, good coach, good backstop. Good, good fella, Aki. Yeah, if you ever go up to uh, Sunshine Coast, yeah. give him yeah. a ring and get a massage. Oh, really? He's our best masseuse. We should have had him here. Wow. Yeah, I went up for the um, Noosa Longwood Festival. Yep. And I always give him a ring, Ecky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know like? Yeah. yeah. No, he's... I have to do that. He's good, Ecky. Right. Anyway, no, he's a great Ecky's a listener, so good day, Pete. Yeah, there you go. We're Ecky's. thinking about you. He's me, mate. Hey, Ecky. Uh, we go back. And then, um, Trigger, I remember playing with you, yeah. and you were a midfielder by that stage. Um, playing in the middle, and you would have been 35, 36 years old. Because yeah. I know the truth and the true and false as you go before. I remember when you won the best and fairest in 86. Yeah. I played in that year. I reckon you tied with someone too. Did you tie with Steve Thompson? Tomo, yeah, with Tomo. Yeah, yeah. Tomo, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that, yeah. Was, that was enjoyable. I used to, after so many years in a forward line, mm. I used to love getting up the ground a bit. Centre four was good, yeah. but in the middle, because you can yeah. get your handball going yeah. and bring other players into the yeah. game. I, and I, I really enjoyed that. 
And Tom was a good footballer. Yeah, he yes. was. Very, good. very um, Stevie Thompson. Yeah, he was. Left footer. Yep. Yeah, no. And uh, Chockey got you out of... You didn't play f- that much forward... Not, not full forward. When, no. when Chockey was yeah, there, more yeah. on the flanks, wasn't it? Yeah, Paul, Because Paul came down and played... Yeah. Although he, he chopped and changed a bit too. Yeah, Paul no. ran through the midfield and played a bit of ruck as well. Yeah, no. I used to love, love playing in the centre. Because I, rem- I remember you just saying to Ruckman and t- like, uh, Whale was, would have yeah. rucked a bit yeah, there. Yeah, Whale, I mean, Whale, he was yeah. rucking in 86. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Tim Donnell probably even. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Just, close, just starting yeah. to come and you just, yeah. I, remember, I remember you just saying things like, Whale's going to hit the ball, I'm playing a halfback flank. When you get, I just want you to run to the tree. Just That's run it. to the tree. Yep. And he, he run, oh, Chucky, we haven't got the foot. Just run to the tree, right, eh? That's so it. So I'd leave me man, run to the tree. Next thing, Chucky, just pop a handball out there. There you go. That Off was, you go, son. Yeah. Yeah, I, used to, I used to do that quite a bit because in those days, you could do the boundary knockouts. Yeah, and yeah. I used to get Pecky to go yeah. in front and I'd, I'd ride him and yeah. just get the ball and go boom. And you know, later on, it was, um, I think it was when, when Starry came. Yeah, start playing. Start. I said to Starry, we're playing at Leopold. I said, Starry, Bambi knocker, you just run to the 10 yard square. What for? Yep. I said, just run. Yep. So I went up again behind that ruck and grabbed it and I just went bang, handball it. And the Starry's running towards the 10 yards where it hit him right in the chest. We got a goal. Yeah. And the other one was Frank Whiteley. Yes. We're playing Ocean Grove, same thing. I said, look, centre bounce. I said, Frank, you start, as soon as that ball's bounce, you're on the wing. Start going up the half forward flank. Just, yep. just run. Yep. And anyway, because I figured it was in the ruck. He tapped it out to me, and I just grabbed it. And I just handed it about a thirty meter handle. Yep. Boom! And Frankie's eyes just lit up, and a big smile on his face. You know, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, keep the goal. Oh, I, I remember that. You did that to me a few times. Yeah. I remember once at Port Arlington, I was playing on the wing, and you said, instead of coming into the centre, run down the run down the line towards the forward line. And I'm sitting there thinking, why am I running away from the play? And then all of a sudden, it was just handball over the top of your head I'm out there on my own to get the ball and it four or five times the Port Arlington blokes didn't twig on what was going on yeah. funny thing was I got all the credit for it oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus you read that and all that <laughs> sort of thing I, I didn't do anything I was just doing what Chuck <laughs> told me to do so I got that from watching Polly Farmer yeah, yeah. Polly was because yeah, oh, he was he was great Polly watching him all the time yep. in Geelong and, and he had, had, had Goggin in the cluster yeah. boom, boom 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 all the yeah. time well get yeah, um, Polly was I think, I think I was in there when Polly was in Geelong. And then he, he came back back in 74, 75. Yeah. And we had his, his son. His son. Yeah. Son. Brett. Yeah, Brett well, then Polly, Polly came down took training. Yeah. Well, when Polly was coaching Geelong in the 70s at yeah, some yeah. stage, he was living in Barnett's. Yeah. And Brett, his son, was going to school at college, I think. And yeah. And his Brett brother, played a bit of footy at Barnett's. He came down. The tricks you learn off the... I remember yeah. Wayne Kloster came down. He was... Um, Drusy, I reckon, knew Wayne Kloster. He got him down to take our training one night. We yeah. t- talking about being able to kick with your left foot. Yeah. And Wayne Kloster saying, you don't have to be able to drill blokes with your left foot. You just have to be able to kick it around your body. Kick it. Yeah. Get the ball going your way. When yeah. you're running the wrong way, just get the ball going your way. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's you don't have to drill anyone. It's just get it, yeah. be able to do that. Be proficient. Yeah. You'll be a better player because you can do it. And and blokes, those little tricks those guys all knew. And that, and that was one of your tricks, making him look good. <laughs> like, you knew that if I get the footy, I'm just going to hit it yeah. there. And Polly was one of those yeah. people. 
people used to say his, his, his handball was that accurate or he had a sixth yeah. sense he knew that the blokes were going to be there. We knew they were going to be there because he told them to go there, didn't he? Yeah. And by running away, there's no one with you. No, that's Everyone's right. trying to get in with the players, but no, yeah. it just comes out. This is the way uh, the doggies won their grand final. Yeah, yeah. They had them running all the time, moving, yeah, moving, yeah. moving. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the other like. one I used to like was when I'd play in the middle and Chook would be in the middle, I'd just follow Chook out. Just follow him everywhere because he knew where the ball was going to go and he'd get it and nine times out of ten he'd be a handball and there'd be this uh, snotty-nosed little kid standing next to him, bang, and get another one. Thank you, still going to get another one. Yeah. And the good thing about it, when I was kicking for goal distance out, I used to always tell the guys, stand in a goal square, yep. on the line, next to the goal umpire, put your hands up, put your hands up so I can, you know, Kick it over aim, your aim for it. Yeah. And if it's a wind blow, because all us guys surf, we know which way Wesley and East yeah. goes, we'll just stand inside that goal so you know you aim for that and it'll blow straight in. Yep. But they can't do it in the league here. Like Geelong and all that. Like last night, Geelong, how they missed so close. All they had to do is put your hand in and Gary would have said, I'm going to kick for him. Yep. They, too much, too nerves hit him. You've got to relax. The techniques these days are not as good as what they used to be. Oh. Yeah, no. And... and- you also got involved with the swimming pool. I remember you oh, being yeah. very involved with getting the swimming pool going in, in town. Yeah, we tried, we tried to get 50 metre pool. It was called um, Ballerine uh, Recreation and Aquatic Centre. We, we tried yeah. to get it. it was myself, Jonesy, Dennis uh, uh, Murray, Midnight, and quite a few other ones. And we got all the plans all, all organised and went to the... Um, Council, the council gave us three hundred thousand dollars in those days, and then they sent this um, girl up as a um, give you like an appraisal. What do you call it? Um, something anyway. Yeah, value or something. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, whether it's worth doing. She took fifteen grand and said, "No, nah, no good. Ocean Grove's not big enough. Yeah, well, yeah. you're just going to look now. They had no future. We we knew how big it was going to be. Well, when they got when they actually did build a pool, they were, they had no. You know what? And they built it on right on the in oh. Felma, uh, in Coppards Road because yeah. that was as far as they could in Ballerine build yeah. in Geelong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just instead of building it here or in Drysdale in the centre of the we community, a, we could have had a fifty metre pool there. Yeah. We're talking about the footy club going up there and everything. What happened yeah. to the rest? That's of the eventually, money? but too late. They should have done it earlier. Yeah. What happened to the rest of the money? Gone. Yeah. The Shire shut down. Finished. Yeah. Went all to Geelong. Yeah. Because yeah. you raised a lot of money yourselves, didn't you? Oh, yeah, we, 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 we had uh, a couple of dancers at the uh, at the big uh, centre there. Yeah, when they built that mm. in there. But no, that was no, that was a waste. Yeah. waste of money. Yeah, yeah. And I, you're famous now. More, almost a lot of people, the younger people now, they know who you are, but they don't. They probably don't remember you, or certainly don't, or even know that you played footy at the level that you played. But you're very famous for your surfing, for your contact in the in surfing, and, and especially amongst blokes your age around this this district, yeah, we, long yeah. waters. Yeah, I've been surfing since I was about eight years of age. Same thing. You'd go up the beach and you'd see guys in their thirties in those days, because the only ones that could afford a surfboard, and you're just hassling. Come on, come on, come on, nipper, nipper, gizzling. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm gonna borrow your board. And all of a sudden, I say, yeah, that's you going. That's how you used to learn. No leg ropes, big heavy yeah. board. Hit you on the head, you get a big egg. Yeah. But you know, you learnt. And then you just progress and you start doing a paper round, and you think, oh, I want a board, so you save up in you know, about 12, 18 months, 
to get aboard, and out you go, and you'd, you'd leave it down someone's hollow house down the beach, which you couldn't do now, it'd be, it'd be gone. Yeah. Yeah, and you just surfed, and, and we'd go on surf trips around, you know, around the place, with barrels at the crater at the back of the golf yeah. club there, rafts, yeah. and we, used to, we had a great time. No, and uh, then we um, did a few uh, comps in Noosa, and then lately, we used to have uh, every now and then reunions. We had, I think the last, last reunion we've had five years ago, we do again, and we'd raise money for mental health and that sort of yeah. stuff with Ian yeah. Duckworth. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we were on TV there one one year, we're going for the world record. Most guys on a one way. Oh, right. We've got 74, I've got a photo oh. somewhere in here. Oh, it must be next door. Yeah. We've got 74 on a one way. And Channel 9 were there. And, but, and we were able to raise money for, uh, like unfortunate people, yeah. one one kid, he, I think he had cancer, so we had to bail his pub. We had Paul Armstrong and a few of them playing, and I'd be playing that song, uh, Hang Five, you know, the Jolltones? Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, we had the whole whole uh, stage decked out with with surfboards and, and paintings. Anyway, Paul Paul Armstrong started scrumming away. Next thing they grabbed the old longboard on the side. I'd go up, hop on top, and all the guys would be like froggy in it. Would walk me around the whole crowd, and they're playing hanging five toes upon the Malibu. And they were walking aboard. And that was a, and that was a signature for yeah. every do we had. We had yeah. quite a few at the Barnes Pub, yeah. the Colondina Pub, and the Bowling Club there. Yeah. I remember we had, we had, um, oh, I forget who the band, it might have been even Cool Change that used to play out with yeah. Wipeout. Yeah, Cool yeah. Change. Cool yeah. Change used to, every, every the end of every, Little set they did, they'd play at Wipeout, yeah. and we had them on at the at the hall one night. And Beach they, party. They played Wipeout, and we had a surfboard there, and got Archie Govins up on the surfboard, yeah. and they played. They'd never seen anyone yeah. do that, yeah. and they started playing Wipeout, yeah. and they kept just kept playing it for about ten minutes while yeah. everyone passed Archie around on yeah. the board. Yeah. You know, we raised a lot of money for charities and stuff, so we're due for another one. So, okay. Yeah. Before we kick the black, got another one going, and we we get a crowd of 400, 500 people. Yeah. How old are you, Chucky? If it's I not a rude 70, question. I turned seventy in October. In October, and I'm still surfing. You're still surfing. What's your secret? What's well, how, how do you keep? Is you you're obviously you're a fit bloke. You've always been a fit bloke. Or even even when we were playing footy with you, and you were a thirty-seven or eight-year-old bloke, you didn't train super hard. It didn't look like you did anyway. But you were always fit and kept. Up with the game and in the game all the time, like and we couldn't. How do you do it? How have you well, done it? I attribute that to salt water, mostly surfing. You know, you, you don't have to go to the gym and get a big body. Well, we get big shoulders from, from surfing. And I used to run from here, from my place to the Point Lonsdale Lighthouse barefoot in the water. That's why I never had any ankle injuries or any calf injuries. And you'd, you'd just run and then you'd run to bowling heads you know, in, and in the water. And then I used to. If I got injured, on this side of uh, the Barnhead's bridge, there's a channel comes in where the old boat slip used to be. Yes. Yes. It's pretty deep. Yes. If I had any injuries, I'd just walk up there because the current would it's move strong. up against you. Yeah. And it, it's healing. Yeah. This is why I reckon these footballers, you know, like in Geelong, you know, they always got trouble with their legs. Get down a surf bridge. Yeah. I think when Bobby Davis used to take them down there too. Yeah. And that's why I take horses down at 13th yeah, Beach. Well, right. They go in the salt water. That's the biggest... Healer yeah. of a lot, and that's attributed to me. And eating all right, and 
I don't drink anymore. Anymore, I used to, but I don't. I give it away now. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't drink anymore, or any less. I don't drink any less. I'll tell you one story about. This is about our current president, Timmy Goddard. Right. Yes. And we're Gary Hayne was coaching us, and Gary said, "Okay, we're going to go for a run along the beach, but we've got to leave our shoes and everything at the jetty there, the fisherman's jetty." Swim across the river and run towards Colandina. Yeah. So anyway, we all jump in, go for a swim, and there's little little Timmy Goddard. I remember this. He sees Ali Bomb take his shoes off, and Ali Bomb starts to swim, and Timmy picks up his shoes, throws him in the river. <laughs> and you can ask Timmy, and yeah. he'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, I remember that story. Oh, what did he throw him oh, in the river? You're going to kill you, you Bloody little Timmy son. Goddard. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy would have only been about 11 or 12, wouldn't he? And, he's, uh, oh. and, he's, uh, and he ran off trying to pull his pants up because his pants were falling down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, that was funny. Like a, oh, great amazing. stories. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. That was good. No, and that, yeah. That, years. That's, um, what, what was I going to, I forgot what I was going to say then. But... Those those runs along the beach, yeah, yeah, we'll come to that. We'll get to that. Those runs along the beach, they're a bit famous. uh, Mel and Fry told a good story about the run along the beach and and beating Timmy Zoller. Yeah, Yeah, Timmy. Well, we're we're running up, like we we go for train, we run up towards the bluff, go up those stairs. Yeah. And when the road used to go along the front, and Timmy Zoller used to, wouldn't show up. And he kept walking up the loose, looking like this. And we're running along the next one, Timmy's oh, he's gone over the edge of the sand dune. <laughs> oh, where's Timmy? There he is. But it happened twice to him. Because we went for a run across the bridge and we came back. And you know on the bridge that got those light poles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he done yeah. the same thing. Starts talking, he went bang, yeah, straight into that. Woof. That was that twice. was he reckon Alan was, he was trying to work out how Alan got behind in front yeah, of him. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan had a push bike yeah. waiting for Colin Doona. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, hustle. Um, thing I left it there. Trailer. All right, we, we'll yeah. come, we've come back to your to your three two truths and a lie now, Tricky. Yeah. And we've what did we have? We had kicked yeah, hundred yeah. goals. Yeah. We had five what? grand finals. Yep. Yeah. And. Two best, best and two fairest. Two best and fairest. And they were, what, 17 or 18 years apart. Yeah. And he told us that he won a best and fairest when he was 17 and a half yeah. before he went to Geelong West. There's one. Yeah. I remember I played the year that he won it when he was 36 years old. So that's true. That's true. Unless he's... Unless he's won more. three. <laughs> exactly. That's a good, good no. point, that. Yeah. Anyway, um, five grand finals. He played in three in a row. And he played in the one that they lost against Lara in the under 15s. Yeah. Didn't play in the 87 reserves, did you, or did you? He did. He did. He did. So that's five. That's five. That's five. What brings us to 100 goals? Yeah. I think he might have just been a little bit of a uh, Johnny Longmire. Well. Nipped in the bud, maybe just didn't get over the line. In 1972, I know he kicked 90. But that's home and away. (laughs) <laughs> those go, those goals are home and away goals. So you 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 were given the the record, or sorry, the leading goal kicker for the competition that yeah. year with ninety. But at the end of the year, we played finals and they stop it then, don't they? 
I'll tell you. You must have kicked a few in the finals. I'll tell you. Officially, I did not kick 100 goals. Yes. Norma Fry used to count my goals. We had the car park all the time. And she had me down as 103. Well, you know who the who the trainer was, who the um, manager was in those days. Yes. Yeah. Mentioning no names. Yeah. Yes. Little bandy-legged bloke. Yeah, anyway. He didn't credit me with a number of goals. Yes. Officially, on the short, was 95 goals. Yes. And it's got it on that photo out there. Yes. Tanner Mark, 95 goals. Because that's but, 72, 90 in the... No, that's that's 95. Supposed to be 95. 95. Yeah. Not 90. 95. Oh, okay. Because there's five goals in the grand final. Yeah, no, it was not, that was... That, that photo was taken in the grand final. Yeah. 95 goals. 95 goals. <clears throat> there you go. So the lie was the 100. Never yep. kicked 100, even though yep. you've... I got this 103, but yes. I got records. Yes, but it's not the records, but Fro, we believe Trucker. Normal Fry had all the records all the time. And in a previous podcast that we did with Alan Fry, yes. who's one of the sons of Norma Fry, yes. and we mentioned about Alan's father, Vern, and how instrumental he was in the running of the club, I do recall Alan mentioning that Mum actually did a lot of the paperwork. Yes. <laughs> so, did he? Yeah. Uh, there you go. We might have to get a retrospective... Um, you know those Toyota ads that they do? Well, I reckon we should get a video and get Shooker down there and kick goal, and then we'll get everybody to run on and swamp him and pat him on the back. He's stuff. already done one. Didn't you see the photo the other day? Yeah. We're going to talk about that because it was oh, a great that's... story. There was a photo on Facebook the other day with Chucky standing yeah. on the back of a bloke from Ocean Grove. Oh, who yes. Was made, well known to us and loved. Yes, absolutely. By the name of Russell Musclehead Muscle. Grant. Yeah, yeah, now, I asked Chucky about that. What what was that in, in that aid That was um, Peter Thomas Shoes yep. in Ocean Grove. He I had those coloured boots in those days. Yeah. He's come out and he wanted promotion. He says, yeah, but you're Russell doing it. I remember you wearing red doing or a, blue doing boots. Doing it down the Grove. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he said, I want you to take a screen over a Russell and Russell... Over you, and he buried me in the ground. So, that was your phone. Um, um, was shot. What was uh, what happened to the photos? Do you know, the big I've got one yet, well, you've got it. Yeah, I've got yeah. two. I've got that one hanging, it's in a, in a frame. Yeah. I've got another one in a roll. Yeah, because yeah. um, so he's already done the Toyota ad, yeah, right, exactly it's right. A, um, made up. I was gonna ask you because I saw Peter Thomas from time yeah, to time. Yeah. He lives over in Bowen Heads. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, you got us, yeah. you got us over there. He supplies me with homemade tomato sauce quite regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas's tomato sauce. Yes. So you've got a lot of photos and stuff that you've been putting on because you, you're new to Facebook but you've and you've mm. taken to it with great aplomb, haven't you? Yeah. You really love Just finding it hard to yeah. get used to it. I do Instagram, but... Yeah. My wife's still teaching me now the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I've still got a few, a few to go on there, yeah. Oh, good. They're fantastic. You'll keep them coming. Because yeah. like, like, every time you put one up, there's so many people are pleased by it. Like, yeah. And they, they, it gives a lot of people pleasure. You know, this is one of the things we love about this yeah. is we're telling your story and we'll get a lot of good, really good feedback about it yeah. because people love hearing your story and, and, and the stuff that you remember and seeing the photos yeah. is is part of that. It's really good. Yeah, I like the photos that uh, Shep got, the young Shep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. fantastic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Great, great photos. Johnny so, yeah, Johnny had a fair few, few of them. No. No, no, there's a great collection out there on Facebook. Yeah. For the listeners out there listening to the podcast that are not on Facebook, or if they are on Facebook and they're not on the past players' site, get on it. 
So we've got yeah. all of uh, Casey Newman on the other down on there. Yeah, you'll see that. Yeah. That's, an, that's another blast of pass when the old man had the bakery. Yeah. Yep. We'd go on a footy trip and the bus, I remember, we went up to, uh, where was it? Up near Albury Way, yeah. And the old man come out with four or five trays of pies. Oh, beautiful. Oh, the best pies yeah. ever tasted. I, I mentioned to Keith on that and he said, yeah, they're the best pies in the, in the town, that's those days. Yeah. And, you, and you, your kids, Chucky, you, you, Especially Wade. Wade played a lot of games at Ocean Grove yeah, and really. played in three or four premierships. Five. Oh, five right. senior premierships. Yeah, five. Uh, uh, and kicked a lot of goals too. A yeah. lot of goals. And they end up playing on the back line. It's an up back. Yeah. Which yeah. he uh, did quite well there as well. Yeah. Also known also known as Chooker. Yeah. 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 Big, also wore number 32, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he did, did too. Number 30. 30. Yeah. 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 That was a funny old nickname, that one. Well, how that, did that come how about? How did that come about? Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, <clears throat> well, you remember where the old fire brigade used to be in Ocean Grove, which yep. is now um, the hardware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've got yep. furniture. Yep. Mm. Well, the Zurawells used to live there. Yeah, yeah. They were Ukrainian and we're retaining Polish and we're Polish. We all hung around together, the Slakovichs and Malnicks, Wazileskis. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> blast it past. There were only two and kinds it, of people in Ocean Grove in those days, yeah, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. It was Mrs. the Zurawell. Polish. And the yeah. Dutch. <laughs> yeah, the Dutch too, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Zerola was a, um, a dressmaker. She was seamstress. She did for all the top, top people in Ocean Grove. And the one stuff redone and made. Anyway, they had a chook pen at the back side there. And I would have been about five. And there was myself, my brother Mac. He's about three years old then. Leon Zerola, Con Zerola, Willie Slakovich. And they're in the chook pen. Anyway, the chooks are running around. One of the guys decided to grab the chook and chop his head off. Yeah. So they chopped the head off, and I'm only a little fella, and I'm freaking out. And the thing starts running around and around in a circle. And where the fire brigade was a fence there, there was no houses. I just bang over the fence and bolted. And that's how I got chook, chook her. Chook, yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go, I never knew that. And when I was playing at Geelong West, they all looked around for Fowler. Where's this bloke Fowler? Ah, yeah. 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 Chook, so, chook. Yeah. 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 So that's how I got that. And then Wade got it, yeah. yeah. And it stuck to him, and he likes it, so. Yeah. yeah chook, chook her. Still get it. A lot of guys never knew my full name when no. I was playing Geelong West. Yeah. It was always Chooker. Huh? Even at Geelong West? Geelong West didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't know. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. It's it, Barman Eds, That's it? right. Yeah, nicknames are everywhere. Anyway, yep. Chooky, it's been fantastic. Well, just one more question, Nipper. What did you learn today? Oh, I learned a hell of a lot. I learned... The Chookie's got a beautiful view out his window yes. of the bluff, the river, the bridge, and the ocean, and the light towers of the uh, Bowen Eds Footy Club. I reckon you can see. Do you see the lights there when they're turning? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know when they're training. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I've learnt that. Yeah. I've learnt that Norma Fry was a better count than the team manager of the Bowen Eds Football Team. Yes, Chooker actually kicked a hundred goals, but wasn't credited for it. Yes. No, I don't think there's anything else I didn't know. Well, I learned two things I learned. I, I just learned one of them, which is why Chucky's called Chucky. Oh, I well, never yeah, knew that. Yeah, because that. he was frightened of a chicken yeah. with its head off. Yeah. And he he probably run around with it like a chicken with its head off a yeah. fair bit during yeah, his yeah, lifetime. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It's sort of yeah. sometimes your nickname makes <laughs> makes you what you are. Yeah. And then um, and the other thing I learned was that he used to go down to the surf beach and hassle older blokes to <laughs> use their surfboards and that's how he learned to surf. I'll tell you something really funny that I just remembered then about Chooker. 
you'll be able to very you used to have a bit of a punt, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as a young sixteen-year-old, I was playing B-grade cricket at Barnes, and I was like, but yeah, I'd be keeping from time to time. And took a great left-arm bowler, and he'd uh, go back to his run-up, and he'd stop and he'd get down, and he'd start doing his boot lace-up, and it'd take. Like, it wasn't a 20-second job. It was three or four minutes. Mm. And you'd be sitting there going, and I'd be going, what's he doing? Can't he do shoelaces up? And say to someone in the slips court and Phil Stevenson or something, what's Chooker doing? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Well, he had a form guide in his sock, and he had a transistor radio in his top pocket with the old wire that had come out that he'd plug in here. If you listen to how his horse was going in the fifth at Flemington. Uh-huh. And uh, and then if it got up and had a win, well, then he'd let one through and usually get a wicket. He's, uh... I vaguely remember a runner coming out one day during a football game and giving you a, telling you that a horse had, had lost, that you'd oh, had, a, yeah. had a few on it. <laughs> and, and you going, oh, buddy, and grumbling away a bit and then... So what's the matter, Chucky? Oh, just like, just had a bet on a horse and it didn't win. <laughs> well, now you know why I follow Polly Farmer. He did the same thing with Billy Goggin. Ah, oh, oh, he died. Looked yeah. at the, he used to have him on the score. Yeah, yeah. Polly would pull out. Yeah, him and Billy. Well, have <laughs> same a form thing. guide yeah, in, the, yeah, in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Polly and Billy. Yeah, you can ask oh, any of the old guys. That's fantastic. They used to have the race results on the school. Yeah, 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 I remember that. They just did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, Chucky, I'm all shook up. Yeah. Thanks very much. Like it's it's a pleasure. This is this will this will go bunta. This thing. Oh, this will, people will love this. Um, since we very first started this, I've had the number of people who've I've run into who've said I really like your podcast. You've got to get Chucky on. And we we sort of said we had a philosophy, and we've said this many times. We wanted to get people listening to it first, so that we had the maximum number of people that we could throw you at. And, and you've been fantastic. Your stories, like, you know, there's an hour and a half worth of great stories and we probably haven't even touched no, on any of them. Right. And, um, and it's just been really terrific. So yeah, thanks. thanks for having us around your place. Yeah. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you from Nipper and I. I'm sure I speak on behalf mm-hmm. of Nipper for the, the many um, bits of knowledge you gave us along the way as, a, as young footballers mm-hmm. and the time exactly. that you took with us and the mm-hmm. time that you've taken with young people and up-and-coming people. And as we spoke about with the swimming pool and your, your, the other things you do with your surf, um, you do a great lot of stuff within your community and you're a very important part of the local community of Ocean Grove and Bowen Heads and even the broader community of Geelong. And you're, you're a real credit. Um, it's been great great that you're such a part of the history of our footy club, not you know Ocean Grove and you didn't stay there for 30 years. And Yeah, so... Thanks very much, Chucky. Uh, thanks very much, Teddy and uh, Nipper. No, it's, it's good. I appreciate that. And like, like I say, uh, this sort of stuff, it helps mental health too. You, you've got to keep talking to people yeah. all the time, you know. Exactly. It's, it's been going on for years. Yeah. If you keep happy, keep people happy, and go out and have a cup of tea with them or go for a, a walk, see Some your mates. mates. Like yep. we, have, we see our mates every six, six to eight weeks. It's all uh, good stuff for mind. Keeps mm. you relaxed. And uh, no, no, I appreciate you guys doing this. Good I fun. hope you got some information out of it. I've still got Absolutely. plenty of stories, like I said, but oh, yeah. oh, you've got to remember them all. We might have to have a volume two. I reckon, I reckon if we have a volume two, yeah. I reckon we get the barbecue out, Chuck cooks up some hamburgers <laughs> yeah. for us. I reckon, you know what I reckon is going to happen is 
Three o'clock this morning, Chooker's going to sit bolt upright in bed uh, and go, I forgot to tell him this. Yeah, yeah. Think of something. I've just got one more. Oh, oh right. one, one more. This is um, going back in the under 15 days, right? The only way you could get to the football was in the back of an old cattle truck with the, with the um, cage on the back. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Teddy Winters because he used to have horses. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. full of straw. And that's how we used to get picked up at Barn Heads. And then we go go along past the. Um, Fish place on the Barnes right yeah. and pick up Harry Green. Yep. And you remember Harry? Yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry and Trevor. Well, Harry had come out with this box, beer box, a Melbourne bitter. <laughs> this was for after the game. And you know what it was? Harry used to brew his own ginger beer. Oh, wow. And he used to bring us out in the truck, so after the game, boof, off we go. And he's telling us <clears throat> he used to store them under, his, under, his, under the floorboards of the house, yeah. and one of them, they all went off. Pop, 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 straight through the floor. Oh, wow. Uh, that was Harry. When you're under 15. Under 15. Drink a beer from the way home. It wasn't the ginger beer. Ginger beer. So if you see Harry Green in his red truck, you ask him about that. I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, he still gets around a left truck with a hard tray. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the beginning of it. Under 15s. See, we've progressed all the way. Oh, there you go. Just drinking the hard stuff. <laughs> and now you're off it all together. Yeah, now I'm off all together and enjoying life. And, um, we're watching the kids and now, I'm just help coaching my grandson. He plays for the Cobblers. Uh, wow. kicks, right? Oh, anyway, thanks, uh, thanks guys. It's been fantastic. Uh, good. Catch up. Right, Nipper, do your thing. Right, pick up your ass, pick up your glasses, stop your talking and start your walking. You don't have to go home. Thanks everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks, Chucky. Yeah, thanks, guys. Swells are coming fast. The first ones are too small, and so you take the last. You gotta walk the bike, ride the hook, gonna left and right, and keep it nice and tight. And now the time is drawing near. You're moving down the wall. Now steady as she goes. You got your toes up on the nose, and now you're hanging by, hanging by, hanging by toes upon the Malibu. Let's stop. I think you'd agree that there are very few people who more epitomise the Bowen Heads Footy Club than Stephen Chukapiece. We really want to thank him for his time, not only in recording our show, but also over many years where he's been very generous to both Nipper and to myself. We want to thank the Footy Club and the Beach House for their continued support, and we hope that everybody is doing well in this COVID time at the moment. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you soon. Keep it nice and tight and now the time is drawing in You're moving down the wall Now steady as she goes You got your toes up on the nose And now you're hanging by Thank you very much, gentlemen, and time is called and we must piss off.